When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In my stones, let it rain. I hide your plane in the bank. Coming down at the Dow Jones. When the clouds come, we go. We Rockefeller, we fly higher than weather. And cheap vibes are better. You know me. In anticipation for precipitation, stack chips with a rainy day. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104 Now the Horn. Can't stop talking about the people trapped in the submarine. Sorry. Trapped for real, yeah. Um, prayers go out to them, man. Hope they end up being rescued because uh, I know right now that's got to be oh, a just a living hell to be in right now. Anxiety Crazy. will be sitting in so bad. Well, you're just sitting there thinking and you're going through your head now of all the reasons it was a bad idea, yeah. And I know it didn't seem like that at the time, but yeah, it's like, oh, that's a bad idea. I think this will be so cool. Let's go check on this. It wait, did, wait a minute, it did sound really cool, yeah, but, in theory. In theory, and we not in reality. They're pooping in there. Yes, they've been there for days. They they're pooping to. in there, man. Uh, they have to. Well, they yes. ain't eating. That's true. Yeah. So, so these are not big poops. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> 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 well, no, they're right. There's a corner yeah, of that little small submarine that they are using that as the restroom corner. That minivan. <laughs> yes, it's a Toyota Sienna. It is the size of <laughs> my mom's Honda Odyssey. Like. <sighs> Oh my gosh, man! It's like yeah. I mean, they're gonna make a movie about this thing one day. Oh my goodness! And I hope it has a, a, a really say, happy ending. I was just about to they say end up getting we rescued, did say that. But the the conversations happening right now in that submarine, and the thoughts that are racing through their head right now. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, that's got to be like seven stages of hell. Type it stuff is. Happening. It I mean, is. That is like ooh, anything ooh. that you could think about that is going. Through the mm. negative side of it, that has to deal with possible loss of life. Yeah, and the texture it says uh, the cherry on the cherry on the pie of the whole lost sub thing is the four passengers each paid two hundred fifty thousand, as we said, to take the trip. And the liability waiver he says mentions possible death multiple times on the first page. <laughs> That's what my wife is like. Nah, we good. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. You're good. Or. Maybe your wife was like, oh, you can go. I signed you I, up. I got the insurance policy upgraded, so go. She said, I signed you up. <laughs> I signed you up. <laughs> hey, honey, why do these go people ahead. keep calling me all the time? <laughs> oh, because I signed you up for you to go down and oh. try to find the Titanic for me. Huh? Try to find the Titanic. <laughs> what? With dead people. With dead people. Yeah. You want to go visit some dead people. Lord have mercy. Okay, so which one's worse? Because the guys have going up into space. They're doing now commercial flights into space. Or at least that's something they would they're they're trying to commercialize. They've obviously trying to commercialize the bottom of the ocean, which by the way, we've only explored like, I don't know, less than fifty percent of the ocean. We have no idea what the hell's out there. So hopefully there is something out there that will help these people. Uh, or that will or help there's them get something through this. that's gonna eat them. Uh well not in that submarine they're in. Like it's I think it's like a steel, right? It's like a steel submarine. A big old whale. 
What do you think? It's like a Megalodon or something? Come here. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. Wait, what did you tell me? What did you tell me? What did you tell me? We don't know how what's all down we there. We don't. Actually, that's a fact. We, I think like half the ocean is unexplored. We have no idea what the hell's down there. Therefore, it might get down there. Anyway. Could be aliens down there. Could be. There's a movie called, it's, it's under, called Spear or something. It's an underwater world, man. <laughs> Go check out the mermaids. They better hope there's an underwater world and some mermaids down there. They better hope all that stuff is true. Yeah. And that the Aquaman, everybody else is coming to save them. Because they need uh, because they need everybody. They need everybody. All hands on deck. Yeah. Remember on uh the the, the movie where they had the whole Marvel's crew out yep, there they to were. fight Thanos? That's what I'm saying. That's what they need. Well, there might mad. be a chance. Wow. I will never, ever, ever understand this. Nor I don't know how much money you would have to offer me. How much money could I offer you to go into a submarine? To search or explore the Titanic wreckage. It's all about timing. What do you mean? I'm talking about dollar figures. No, but it's all about timing for me because I'll do it if I'm on the latter stages. Oh, you're talking about if you're close to death. If you basically have more, if you basically have, you think, less life left right, right. to live. You'll then I would, and then you, you got to give me $100 million. Hundred. What age are we talking about here? When do you think you're gonna die? Don't worry about it. Well, no, Just I give me my hundred. I bet I'm saying I gotta be in there. When are you gonna die? And what age are we doing this? Are you gonna die yeah. at eighty? Yeah, I will go at seventy nine. Make sure you give me all so, my uh, money. I'm you doing this. A year before millions. you're gonna die, you're gonna do it. If uh, yeah, hundred million, set your family up. Set my family. And up. then you're gonna basically come to grips with I could die here, I but could I'm die fine with it. But I'm fine here. with it. You be. You know what? That's not bad. If you're an old old person, I hope some old people, the old rich people, did this. Like right. eighty five, yeah. and then they're in that capsule right now, saying, "Pro, it's all good. Like, it's all good. I'm I'll, in a good like, spot." <laughs> Matter of fact, my kids bought a new <laughs> house and cars. <laughs> we are good. We're good, man. I yeah. live 85 good years. I, ho- I hope that conversation can be had there, too, because yeah. it's pretty dark. Uh, it's pretty dark. But you said you would do it for $100 million? $100 million. But that to be the year before you pass away. Yeah, I need to make sure everybody got their money, But you would too. not do it right now for $100 million. Hell to the no. Because you think it's certain death. For sure. You mean, okay. you just, those guys just went down there and they paid to go. They're the third, they're the third expedition and they're already on the, br- the brink of death. <laughs> they are, they so paid one out of for every, this. One out of every three. Exactly. I'm good. And I got to make Damn sure man. that I have every, every Ooh. fail safe. Checked out prior to this. Oh, one text said, I'm guessing it's pitch black in the submarine. One of the guys said they had a little light in there. They do. They, they took pictures. Light. We saw but pictures. I don't know how long it lasts. I mean, I'm sure it's got like a little battery life. Maybe they bought replacement batteries, but, you know, hopefully they did. Maybe, maybe, maybe they, oh. they turn it off when they go to bed. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> hey gotta guys, sleep. Hey, guys, we're going to turn the lights off. It's time for There's us to no go to sleep. There's no way anybody can sleep in there. They don't even know what day it is right now. There's no way you can sleep. They're, your You're mind is... Your, your mind's racing too much. Exactly. You're, You're just thinking about There's so much, much pressure that's going on right yeah. now in your mind. You're not sleeping, man. Not at all. Wow. My heart goes out. It's nightmare fuel. Right. What's the, what's the scariest situation you can imagine yourself in? What's the one situation you said in your mind, if you can imagine nightmare fuel for yourself, what is it? For me... I've had a few of these. I think about this all the time, actually. <laughs> I think about nightmare fuel all wor- the time. I'm worried about you, dog. <laughs> I don't know why I do. I go to nightmare fuel that's all the time. That's and why then, you don't sleep. That's, that's why, why you don't right. sleep. I, one of my nightmare fuel scenarios is, because there's a movie about this, too. It's based on a true story. People go out to, and it will never be me, by the way. I don't know why I worry about this. <laughs> it will never be me. They go out scuba diving, yeah. all right, and they get left behind yeah. out there scuba diving. Yeah. 
is it called Open Water? It's a movie about it. That I, people, I, yep. And they got I eaten by sharks. Yeah. And they actually found the shark, opened the shark up and found like their parts of, the party. Parts of their like swimsuits and all that kind of stuff in there. Uh, that's a nightmare fuel for me. Like I'm already scared of the ocean. I would never be out there far anyway, but to be out there and then stranded with a guy who basically can dog paddle and uh, that's about it, I would not be, that would be nightmare fuel for me. That would definitely be one of the scariest things I would ever be a part of. Being in there with shark infested water and just randomly. Oh, they just circling. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're just, they waiting. They, they play a toy with he you. Look, he looks like he about to fall out this boat. <laughs> he look like. Oh, he's cramping. We got oh, him. yeah. He don't even want to be here Ooh. right now. Yeah, yeah. man. That's nightmare fuel for me. I was about another one. If, if, I have to go, if, I was, if I was wrongfully convicted and went to prison. Oh, nightmare fuel. If wrongfully convicted in prison is nightmare fuel for me, man. And I always imagine like it's something crazy. Like my wife. We're like having <laughs> an intimate moment in the shower. She like and I she like falls or something, and then like I go to jail for a murder. And they're like, "Are you murdering?" I job. can't. I did, and then I go to jail for it. I can't oh. deal with you. My man said I was bro. thinking. I've been thinking about all kinds no, of situations. Like, no, I would never do that. Was no, like, it was I'm a mistake. It's the way that you think about it, man. Oh, it's like man. how am I wrongly convicted? Wrongfully? Of this? Oh, it'd be nightmare fuel for me, man. Man, you're gonna need. You're gonna need. Uh, what is it? 48 hours. They're going to be 48 hours. They're going to come in there looking for you. I, mean, it was like, oh, I watch a lot of Dateline. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, some of the, that, that's one of those scenarios. Is literally, that is, that's nightmare fuel scenario. Oh. Being, like, left out in, like, the the like the dark woods of the forest yeah, on I, your oh, own with oh. no, like, nothing, like, no Trust protection me. or anything. Trust me. It's it's one of those things when, and you're, you've traveled, you drive when you travel sometimes. Yeah. So when you're driving in some of these spots, you're oh. like, yeah. Come on, man. I don't. You know how you say I know everybody. I don't know nobody in this city where the hills have eyes. Yeah, exactly. Like, I get stopped here, man. Exactly. Some bad stuff going on. All right. They damn. live under the stairs. <laughs> what? I can't have this in my life, man. I can't do uh, it. So that that would be my nightmare. That's fuel. nightmare fuel for you. Yeah. yeah. No, that's some nightmare uh, fuel stuff, man. I get it. Some people, some people swimming in the ocean at night and in, in dark. Yeah. That's that's one of the things that I would never do. Ooh. Yeah. Said, what about, someone says, work, what about working on an oil rig for months at a time? That is crazy. I, I don't know if I, yeah, I got friends who, who have done that, and I, I don't know if I could do that, actually. Yeah. For months at a time? Again, you got you to gotta have a certain, uh, certain kind of DNA, a pedigree to do that. Right. To be able to stay out there. Some people are just people who love to be out in the water, though. Yeah. And they're, they're at home, and they feel free. That's not for me. I go nipple deep. That's the deepest I will go into the ocean. Right. That's it. I'm not joking. I'm, I'm, That's about it. My family asks me all the time. <laughs> They're like, hey, you going to get in what? No. We don't get, no. I'm I, in the pool, barely. <laughs> so what you talking about with me, man? I am, I don't get down like that. Nah, can't do it. All right, let's get back to, sorry, way too much conversation about that nightmare fuel scenario there. No, but, I think uh, everybody understands it because they're all playing it in their mind right now, too. Like, what would it be? I mean, yeah, just the just having the conversation about what they're talking about right. and how they're handling it right is just got to be mind-blowing like who's who's taking the leadership role there where are you gonna lead them <laughs> no well, yeah because you need breathe no, no. shallow no yes but you need some somebody has to be the calming voice somebody's got to infuse hope into the situation even though it okay. may be hopeless yeah right so somebody's got to be still preaching the hope somebody's got to become that person in the group and you I, i'm still trying to figure out how is there not a, a tracker that is developed for them. They lost their internet connection. But that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> seriously, that's the, that's the Elon Musk connection. It was his internet. Did he, they, they his, did he not uh, use his? Did he not use his his Wi Fi? 
No, I think it was like his satellite link. That's my thing. nightmare fuel is just having to sit there and be like, well, I'm going to die in like three days. And I just have to sit here with it. That is. That's you know not about I mean? Yes. We're yes. sitting in the bottom they of the They don't have their personal hotspots with them. I don't know the That'd be a great commercial for whatever <laughs> provider <laughs> that was. <laughs> that it was working out in the middle of the ocean. Trust me, none of those providers are going to work. Uh, all right, let's get to uh, some. It's hard to get back to it, but let's get back to some uh, NFL discussion here, gentlemen. Okay, so uh, CJ Stroud apparently is getting rave reviews as a Texans fan. I'm excited about that uh, because uh, this is a guy that, you know, prior to the draft, I don't know if any quarterback got as many negative reviews as CJ Stroud. Remember, we kept wondering yeah, why, why nobody is, his agent mm-hmm. wasn't trying to somehow counter or dispute all the negative reports that he failed his, or at least had a low score in the cognition test. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, you know, he was a quarterback that had to be uh, kind of babysat and walk through the offense. There was a lot of critiques and criticism that he wasn't a natural leader. Remember that? Uh, that, you know, guys yep. wouldn't follow him, that he wasn't a natural leader. All of that probably, you know, false, silly season stuff. Um, but his agent, we all know very well David Mulligetta, yo, yo. one of the best agents in uh, all of the NFL. I think kind of the Johnny Cochran of NFL agents. Um, he basically let him go without countering any of those reports. Let him go through the entire uh, process, the draft process, without uh, putting out any counters to those reports. And I, maybe he did it because he knew where his guy would be drafted. Uh, but now, at least based on this Albert Breer Sports Illustrated report, uh, since the Texas organization uh, has been really uh, excited about how Cheese Stroud has performed, not only physically on the field, they like that he's his arm talent looks to be uh, on point. Um, a lot of the high draft grades he got from the Texans were justified. But they've been talking about his... Uh, relationship with his teammates mm-hmm. and his poise and maturity. Yep. And they said seemingly unfazed by the demands of the professional level. So that is something, and I think that's what Noah Brown was talking about. Right. I think Noah Brown was talking about the professionalism and the maturity because Dak was very mature for a young quarterback. Absolutely. He went through a lot of things in his life that yes. matured him right away. Yeah. And the one thing about C.J. Stroud that I've always thought was key is he's a competitor. He's out there competing at a very high level. Even the games where it looked like he wasn't, like they didn't have a chance, it wasn't because he wasn't trying to do his job. He was out there working. And so I just look at him as somebody that is going to be, you know how everybody always talks about, do you think he's going to be better as a pro? There's a lot of guys that are better as pros. I agree with this. So there, there's that possibility. I believe he's going to be better as a pro. Now, some will say the team on Ohio State was doggone a pro team at the wide receiver position because you got first-rounder after first-rounder after first-rounder coming out at the wide receiver position. But I believe that his leadership is something that you you can't understate. I think he's going to be a big-time leader for for what uh, the Houston Texans need moving forward. Uh, I think right now he's trending to start the first game. I don't know if I would have said that. Um, a couple of weeks ago, but I think right now after minicamp, hearing all the reports about him, I think he is trending to start the first game for the Texans over Davis Mills or Case Keenum, I think, is there too uh, right now, even though they're still rotating, so he hasn't won the job. I just think he will end up winning the job uh, before it's all said and done. Um, So that's a report about C.J. Stroud, a positive one. Uh, Other uh, couple of NFL topics before we get to uh, the break and we get to some Major League Baseball discussion. Um, but uh, Pro Football Focus is ranking a lot of positions. They're doing uh, defense and offense, kind of mixing it up. 
And I've been trying to see where the Cowboys rank in these position rankings. We did the wide receivers early in the show, uh, and they had the Cowboys wide receivers at six, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, for the best receiving core in the league, six best receiving core in the league. Uh, they also have the Cowboys with the eighth best defensive line uh, in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got the Eagles number one. That's the uh, the only bad news is they got the Eagles number one <laughs> ahead of you, and they got the Washington Commanders number three. So even in your own division, you're base they got you as a third best D line in your division. There's and honestly, I'm not. There. Yeah, as I say, I'm not. I'm not opposed to that ranking. Right. But the Eagles, hell man, back to what they did in the draft, they just loaded up even more mm-hmm. uh, 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 and kind of uh, compounded and added on a strength for them. Uh, they did lose Javon Hargrave in free agency, and they drafted Jalen Carter, um, and then they got well, Nolan Smith. I mean, they are just loaded across the board uh, at defensive on the defensive line. They got San Fran, number two, because they got Javon Hargrave from the Eagles. Um, and also, of course, they got Nick Bosa, which is always uh, in the running to be one of the defensive player of the year, one of the best D-linemen, D ends in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington. They got really high because of Jonathan Allen and then Montez Sweat and Chase Young. But I will say there's talk that they may be open to trading Chase Young. Uh-huh. There's a little there's some Contract. talk about that. And honestly, the Texans should be interested if they are if they think about trading Chase Young. The Texans got draft capital for it, and the Texans got salary cap room to sign them to an extension. Now, some people would say, why would you do that? I think you could get them relatively cheap considering the prospect that he was coming out. Remember, he was considered a once-in-a-generation kind of prospect coming out, and as he's had the injury to slow him down, and he hasn't started as fast as, as people would have thought. And the Washington Commanders, because they're so loaded at D-line, they really don't want to pay him right. because they got so many good D-line. They got a lot of them. They loaded. Yeah. So you the Texans, you might be able to get get them for the cheap, get them pretty cheap. But um, what would you what, what would you give up? Well, they they probably want. I don't know. It depends on. I would offer probably a second round. I try. I try to avoid offering the first rounder, but I'm yeah. sure they probably would want the equivalent of a first rounder. So maybe give them, you know, multiple second rounders if you want to keep your first rounder that bad for next season. Especially because he hadn't done a lot in the league. He hasn't done he a lot exactly because he hadn't played. So you got yeah. that on your side. Yeah, exactly. And he's got an yep. injury yep. history already. Yep. Yep. Um, so if you're the Texans, I think about something like that. Uh, but yeah, the Cowboys D line they got him eighth behind the Bills, behind the Browns, and behind the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers um, in, in the Pro Football Focus ranking. So in that division, though, that's that's why the Cowboys O line is key. It is huge. They O line got to be on point, and they you know honestly the the Cowboys may end up with one of the better O lines in in the NFL this year. I if agree with they that. stay healthy. That's a big yeah. part of it. Um, last year they had injuries, and that's why they're cross-training almost every old lineman except for Tyler Biotish and Zach Martin are cross-training. Yeah. I want to say every one of them are cross-training for a different position, which is really good if you can manufacture depth so that they're not devastated by injuries like they were last season. Um, if you look at Pro Football Focus rankings of their best old lines, uh, O-line uh, groups in the NFL, they have the Cowboys at sixth. Mm. And but that's good. It's a really good ranking. Says they're a top ten O line. The problem with that is they got the Eagles at one. They right. got the Eagles as the best lines of scrimmage in the league. And rightfully so. I mean, look at what look at what they've done over the past two seasons. They've recruited. I mean, recruited. They drafted well. Mm-hmm. They brought in some guys, and they kept a lot of the main uh, stars to stay with those respective teams. So I'm definitely not opposed to watching. Um, what the Philadelphia Eagles have done, but the Cowboys need to continue to 
to push the envelope and get better. And I love the fact of the cross training. That's huge because because we talk about it all the time. The lack of depth sometimes magnifies the way your team is playing or not playing. And so you do need to make sure that you have depth all around. Um, they have the Atlanta Falcons at seven on this list, right behind the Cowboys. Good news for Bijan. They they like that Atlanta Falcons offensive line. supposed to be a strength for them this year. All right, so uh, that's enough of our rankings. We'll get into some more of those uh, and tell you where the Cowboys and maybe even the Texans rank in some of those pro football focus rankings. Uh, We come back, though. We'll get back to Major League Baseball. Huge story in Major League Baseball uh, that really should be a hot topic of conversation. At least it has been lately, and we'll get into that. Uh, Also, we'll talk, uh, talk Astros and talk Rangers on the other side. All that more right here on Ball. Don't lie, wonderful, not the horn. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Ebony and ivory live together in perfect harmony. Side by side on my piano keyboard. Wow. Y'all miss uh, Horace doing karaoke. <laughs> On purpose. And you like this song. Oh, man. I know how much you love it. That's why I'm I like not a, it. I'm not a fan <laughs> of this song. I've never been a oh. fan of it. It did reach, obviously, the top of the Billboard charts on this day in history. That's the whole point of Top of the Charts Tuesday. So mm-hmm. thanks for Jack for doing a great job. I just never, it's, yeah, it's just such a weird song. For people to embrace, it is I, the theme. I embrace the theme. I'm not racist or anything. Yeah, I, I, love, I love, I love, you know, uh, getting along with different races and getting to know different cultures. And this is fantastic. So I love the theme of it. The song itself. We're talking about the actual production of the song. This is not. This song is terrible, isn't it? No, nah. it's not a good song. Is I it? love Paul. I love Stevie Wonder. This is is a bad song. Yeah, it's cheesy. It's, but exactly. I love it. I love it. That bit at the ebony. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the best part. Right? That's, that's the best part that's, right there. That goes crazy. Okay, I I think it's like I, said, I like the theme of it. I like the message. The message is great. And you're right. The artists both are immensely talented. Some of the best, greatest artists of all time. I just that's what they came up with. Mm-hmm. Like Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney came up with that. And they were here for everybody, great. man. Oh man, hey, Stevie isn't great either. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, I, I think Stevie Wonder is still one of the most underrated artists out there. Uh, he de- we don't give him enough credit for his, uh, you know, his catalog. He's a musical genius, and some people would say there that it is. He also is can a part see. of one of the great conspiracy theories oh, yeah. in music. He can see. He can't see. See, he can see. A little. A CC every girl. A CC brown town. <laughs> yeah, he CC. He sees like shades and you know different shapes and stuff like that. I don't think he can like see detail. Oh man, 
Yeah. He, 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 he walks in there. He ain't, he like Ray Charles. He know everything that's going on in the room. I think like a lot of our uh, friends out there who are visually impaired, your other senses, or if you are impaired of any of your senses, mm-hmm. your other senses help you kind of make up for it. Get you stronger. So his, right. his hearing is probably, you know, highly tuned and other stuff like that, man. That's what okay. I'm saying. You All think right. he's just faking it. You think he's just wearing sunglasses the whole time and just faking it. He's sitting there like... Look at these people. <laughs> look at these people. <laughs> uh, look. I mean, for real, look at them. Yeah, just, I can look, see them. just look at them. All right, all right. That was getting hard. You got a conspiracy theory there. Okay, let's talk some yeah. baseball here, gentlemen, because uh, one of the big stories in baseball. Well, let's talk about the Rangers because the Rangers just continue their winning ways. And they won again, and they are still uh, in the lead in the division. And I got this little stat about the Rangers, and the stats about the Rangers are all really impressive this year. Uh, they are one of the best, if not the best, offense in Major League Baseball. You'll like this one, Harsh. They are also batting average yep. with runners in scoring position. The Texas Rangers, 316. They doing it big. All what? through the lineup. All what? through the lineup. That is crazy. Yes. yes. That's I wild. agree with you. I don't understand why the Padres suck. And the Rangers are the best team in the American, well, the oh. second best team in the American. To league. that point, you know who's last in batting after runs this going position? The yep. Padres. They're, yep. They're 197. And they have all of the <laughs> top the players in the game. Yes. They got, but they, they their players should be a lot better than the Rangers players. But you look at what Corey Seager's been able to do since Man. he's come back. He's, he's in Fuego. You look at our Garcia, he's been hot all year. Josh Young. We were talking about Josh him at the Young's very beginning it. of the year. Yeah, he's gonna be. He's he should be in the All Star game, and he should be Rookie of the Year. They're gonna have a bunch of All Stars. They should. We're gonna have Marcus a conversation Simeon about. Has yeah, done a great job. The too. Rangers gonna have yeah. like three or four potential All Stars. There's no doubt about it, man. You're right about that. Uh, but I thought that 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 stat was they're the only team hitting above 300 with mm-hmm. runners in scoring position right now. Yep. That's how they. That's how they do it. That offense is is unbelievable right now. And we've been talking about waiting until this time, right? Like we've been talking about it the entire time, saying, "All right, well, maybe they'll fall off. Maybe they'll start being back like the Rangers." No, this no. is the new Rangers. This, this is the Rangers. This, this is the new yeah. Rangers. It's Bruce Bochy. It's for real. Bruce Bochy being in that dugout, bringing experience, a calming voice, and a guy that has some some skins in the game. He's somebody that you definitely want to listen to. I know. It's just like we talked about it yesterday that they are right now raking all through the lineup. Like, yeah. Like all eight, nine holes. Everybody. Everybody everybody right now is balling out for them. It's you, contagious. It is. You brought up Josh Young. His ranks right now among uh, American League third basemen, second in batting average. Mm-hmm. Fourth in OBP, slugging percentage first, OPS second, home run second, and RBIs third. Everybody, I was like, they're going to have m- a multiple All-Stars. I'm talking about three, four potentially. Yeah. Um, they're that talented. Their bullpen last four games, .56 ERA. They've done a lot, man. 172 opposing bat- batting average. So remember they hit that little, it wasn't a slump, but they lost, I think it was like three out of four or mm-hmm. three out of, remember at one point? Yeah, yeah it, was it was real brief. It was brief. It was very brief. I think it was That's brief. when everybody was thinking, uh-oh. He's on the road versus the Rays, right? It was, yep. it was Because that's that, who they played. It was like the best, yeah. Yeah, the, the, um, the real better team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't even know if that considered that a slump or anything. They just lost some games and they've been really just so hot that they cooled just a little bit, and we started talking about, oh, what's wrong with the Rangers? Mm-hmm. That's a compliment to the Rangers. 
Yep. That's how good they've been. It's like, oh, what's wrong with the Rangers? You mean they lost three games? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was their worst stretch of the season. Right. Um, mm. But, yeah, man, everybody right now, you brought up um, – oh, I mean, they have so many different you know stats that you can throw out there about guys who are – I don't want to say overperforming because that would be kind of an insult yeah. to what they've done. They're just performing at a really high level. Mm-hmm. Man. And I'm an Astros fan. Astros, they're not really worth talking about much right now. That that they're spiraling. They're, they 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 are spiraling, man. They got swept searching. by they got swept by the Reds, and they just lost last night. They got oh, they got bludgeoned last night. Bludgeoned. Mm-hmm. I mean, whipped. I, I I was worried about you, man, because I, I I know that we're gonna get Josh. I mean, uh, Jared Sandler back on here next oh, week. Oh, I ain't. Go, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I might let you have that interview on your own. He's gonna give me the oh, business. He's waiting on you. He gonna give me the business, he's and I and, you. I and I deserve it. Yeah, because I gave it to him for years. Him coming on here, uh, but yeah, man, uh, the Rangers are so impressive. That, that, that stat, I guess I'll give it to you again. With runners in scoring position, the Rangers are batting three sixteen. Right. What the hell? Like that's crazy. By the way, Tampa Bay second, two eighty eight. Uh huh. Yeah. That's a huge gap, man. It is. Uh, uh, Astros at two sixty three. So the Astros are actually in the top ten. Well, the Astros' biggest thing is they haven't had a consistent team yet. They haven't had their 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 team to be all on the field at the same time it's consistently. Injuries. Yeah. They're dealt with injuries. Altuve has been out. Now he's back, and he's he still doesn't look. Like Altuve. Look at Bregman. We were talking about him. He finally got some hits together where he was able to yeah, he put the ball three for, for five yeah. uh, last game. Yeah, and then you sit there and you look at Jordan not being there. Big run producer Ooh. for you in, in in the middle of that lineup. How so. about this little stat? We're talking about run, uh, batting average, team batting average with runs in scoring position. It, so the Astros, like I said, they they're you know right there in the top ten. They're batting two sixty three with runs in scoring position. If you remove Jordan from that. They're at two fifty. They dropped at two fifty. If you take Yardon out of that, that's that's huge, man. Yeah, that's I'm with you. That's really big. Uh, all right, so a name to uh, make sure that you know and that you're keeping up with, because uh, it it could end up being it's already been record setting up until this point, but we could be talking about the uh, historical press uh, unprecedented stuff. Uh, Lu- Luis Arais. Yep. yep. Um, he is a member of the Marlins right now, and. He is after having five hits in the last game. He is now batting four hundred again. Mm-hmm. He was batting four hundred at the at early on at the beginning of the year, and people didn't think it would last. So nobody really talked about it as much. Um, and then he dropped off because he hit a bit of a slump. But now he's back, and he's back with a vengeance. He had a five for five night uh, in his. Uh, by the way, he's, he had his, his second five for five night yep. in the last three games. Oh yeah, he's that dude. So he's really hot and hard to like this because this brings back to one of his uh, his BFFs. Uh, the, it's the latest point in the Major League Baseball season that a player has held a 400 batting average since Chipper Jones did it in 2008 through right. 73 games. Right. Through 73 games, Chipper Jones was at 400 wow. at that mark. He's <laughs> already went 0 for 1, so he's at 3. Oh, uh, today? 38 today ah, already. But, come on. But the story is what it should be. If you look throughout the history, 1941 is based on these deals through the first 73 games. Andres Galarraga had the highest at 420, and that was 1994. Larry Walker was 415. Stan Musial, 411. Tony Fernandez, sweet, smooth mm. field in Tony Fernandez, uh, was 410. Rod Carew was 407 in 1977. John Olerud, 
Oh, yeah. Rude, he was a two-way type mm-hmm. of guy. He was at uh, 405. Tommy Holmes won uh, at 404 in 1945. Rod Carew. I took a lesson from Rod Carew one time. Oh, my God. Just I could talk hitting with that guy all mm. the time, all day. Nice. Uh, 1983, he was at 404. And then Arise and Chipper Jones, each at 400. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, historic. I hope he gets back to it. I think so I'm too. I'm rooting for him, man. Yeah, it, I'm rooting for him. It's, that's, a, that's a huge number. That's a that's an amazing number. That's a huge number, man. Um, and I mean, just deep into the season, so you know it's legitimate in terms of he has the capability to 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 continue on this pace. Yeah. Um, but man, that is a that's a hellacious Herculean task. No 400 doubt. for the Four season? Hell, through 73 games yeah. is unbelievable. For you to still be at that number because every day you go in, you check it out, and you're like, man, I'm still at 400. That's that's right there. That's, that's all right. Let me go see who I'm facing today because his job is to try to make sure I get below 400. It's another must-watch story, yep. a must-watch player in Major League Baseball. We talked about Shohei yesterday. Um, Luis Arais is definitely in that conversation now, and – Hopefully, uh, he can get some more hits tonight. Yeah. I want to continue having that conversation no doubt. Uh, with him uh, right now on that record pace. All right, we come back. We'll wrap it up. Put it in the oven. Let you know what's on tap right here on Ball Don't Lie. Wonderful down the horn. Pop a top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash? Huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion. Sir, I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's that is... Pop a top again. All right, welcome back to Bar Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Getting ready to wrap it up and put it in the oven. Before we do, we'll let you know what's on tap. Uh, and uh, if you miss any part of any of the shows, please go to hornfm.com. You can catch up with them on the podcast page there. It's just that simple. Also, shout out to uh, Jay Parks Saloon and Standard from yesterday. Absolutely. Out in Buda, 404 Main Street. If you are looking for a date night, it's a great spot. 21 and up. Food was fantastic. Recommend the Peacemaker, the Duck Cigars. Oh, and Ooh. the um, what was it? The the ham and beans. cornbread. Yeah, ham, cornbread. beans, ham cornbread. Hops. That's oh, right. Fantastic. So yeah. shout out to uh, Jeff uh, for all the hospitality. Really appreciate him. Um, shout out to Esteban. I believe he was the chef there. Yep. Uh, Jay, Matt, who was also a big fan of the show. Uh, Adolfo, who was one of the fans that came by, walked to by. say hi. Yeah. yeah, walked over to say yeah. hi. I was yep. like, man, yep. love you guys. You guys are great. Um, so really appreciate all the kind words. Best part of the shop. <clears throat> is meeting uh, the listeners and meeting you guys. I so really appreciate everybody that came by. Did I miss anybody that we... Nope. Jennifer? No, we got a lot yeah. of people that oh, came Jake. in. Hung out with Jake. Oh, yeah. Too, right? Couple hey, drinks. Couple That's right. Uh, so, yeah, good time at Jay Park Saloon and Standard. All right, what's on tap for you, brother? I'm going to go <laughs> and see my nephew. Okay, nephew, yeah, kid him, That's right. I haven't seen him in a while. So How old is nephew out. now? Oh, man, he's 30. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not my baby nephew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Jack, yeah. what's on tap for you? Thinking about what's for dinner. My probably spaghetti and meatballs tonight. Oh, are you, oh, are you making large. this spaghetti yeah, meatballs? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you cook your own spaghetti and meatballs, huh? I mean, I, it's like frozen meatballs and box uh, spaghetti. You know? It's I not you were, like, Making it like from scratch, no, a little jar sauce. Recipe. I'm not fancy. I got gotcha. you. You know what? That does sound good though. 
And yeah. second day spaghetti is always better than first day. You should make it. You should have made it yesterday. That's I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I agree with that. It's one of those dishes. Some dishes taste better on the second day than the first day. I'm always down spaghetti, with spaghetti gumbo, the next day. Gumbo's like that. I'll eat spaghetti for breakfast if I need to. That's disgusting. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. Uh, uh, tonight, I'm what going, you got? I'm going to official Black Mirror. I uh, love the Black Mirror series on Netflix. I'm going to finish it up tonight uh, with Wifey, so that's what's on tap for me. Uh, I want to thank my man Jack, who did a great job today. Jack, you are the man, brother. Good job, my brother. Glad to have you, man. We are yep. lucky to have you. I want to thank my man Hart, as always, and thank all you guys out there for listening. We are lucky to have you listening to us. We for appreciate sure. you guys. Remember, the revolution will not be televised about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We, I love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves, but more importantly, take care of each other. Peace.